If you've got a little story you need to share, pull up a chair, he'll listen. Despite of the name and despite of the logo, there's definitely no knitting on this show. Called Good Good Yarns. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Good Yarns. My name is Shad Wicker and this is a storytelling podcast where each week I get to sit down with a brand new guest who shares an interesting and often quite funny story of their life going to keep this intro sh- uh, pretty short for this week's episode because I'm trying to cram it in the night before we release it and i got people asleep in the house. So, quick backstory for this one. There is no one listed as the storyteller this week because they wished to remain anonymous. I'll use a pseudonym in the title, but uh, this is a listener story of which we encourage a lot of on Good Yarns. So, if you have a story that you feel inspired to tell us and you want to share, you can like our guest this week, Remain Anonymous, uh, which becomes very clear in the story as it unfolds as to why they want to remain anonymous. Um, but get in touch with us. At Good Yarns Pod on Instagram is where you need to go or you can follow my socials as well. All of these links are in the show notes, so make sure you get around it. Uh, this story takes us to Laos and the reason our storyteller decided to share it with us is because they heard one of my lucid stories from travelling in Colombia in a previous episode. So that kind of gives you an idea for those that are regular listeners of where this story is bound to be headed. Uh, It's a great trip to Laos, one that actually I was fascinated to want to do many years ago. So it was cool to hear about some of the antics that happened there. But it's an interesting encounter with a bad Santa and something that always seems to feature in overseas trips, a pommy guy running some kind of scam. (laughs) Enjoy. So when I was 21, I went on a boys' trip. We started off in Thailand and headed up to, uh, to Laos. Eventually, we'd come back down to Thailand. The whole point is it's December. It's come up to Christmas. It'll be New Year's. Be back down there for the full moon party. Yeah, right. But Laos, the entire point was to go there purely for the tubing. Okay. I, didn't, I don't even know what the hell else is in Laos. Aside from that one river. Yeah, so tell me about the tubing <laughs> because I've heard of the tubing in Laos. I've had mates and stuff that have gone over there. But for anyone that doesn't know, like what's the big... Because is is there's like bars along the way or something. Is that the... Yeah, so everyone goes to this one town called Vang Viang. Okay. And it, obviously its entire purpose is to support the backpackers that want to go tubing. Okay. And if you want to go tubing... You go to like one of two stands, you pay a deposit, you get this big rubber donut, you get on the back of a tuk-tuk, and they take you out to the river. And you get to this river, and you just kind of start floating around, right? You eventually come around a bend. Hopefully it's a beautiful day, trees are everywhere, and then you sort of peek behind it, and you start to see these bars that are just, like, they're, they're rickety, they're made of like wooden planks, they look like somebody's cubby house that they made in their backyard, <laughs> Except there are all these half-naked people just raving on them. It's insane. Yeah, right. And you, you float past them and there'll just be one dude's job is literally to throw out this rope and the people going by snag onto it and pull themselves in. Holy shit, that sounds so fun. Yeah, it's, and it was. It was insane. It was insane. As soon as you get pulled in, you jump up and you have to take a shot of whatever the hell it is that they're giving you, some sort of you know, Lao bathtub vodka of who knows what. <laughs> the thing is, you couldn't, 
you couldn't get in without taking that shot. They'd stop people. They'd like run after people. You must drink the bathtub vodka. Yeah, right. So these these bartenders are basically just like fishing for clients. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> as many as you can get, because yeah, if you right. miss it, you're, you're floating past. And you're done. That's so good. And what? When you uh, finish the drink, they just chuck you back in the tube and let you float. No, then you you go into the bar and you party. That's almost like the admission fee. You have to drink this crap. So what? And but then, then, like, do you leave when you've done at this bar? Do you jump back in your tube and just keep going down the river? Yeah, you just float down. Oh, you man. can jump in and jump out as much as you want. It's like a really poor version of Venice, like a real bogan yeah. version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of a gondola, you just have a shit rubber donut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, each one of these bars has like their own their own gimmick so it's not just like a bar it's not like you're walking down Newtown each one of them kind of has their own thing that makes them worth going to so it could be uh, you know like the sing-along dance floor rave thing or there could be a flying fox or a rope swing or like some massive jump or you know like there's about 13, 14 of them yeah, right. I think and they all have their each um, individual thing the problem though they're all super dangerous <laughs> there's a reason that in the news you hear about people dying because as soon as you're there it's really apparent why yeah there's right. no safety there's no lifeguard there's no signs the the best safety advice i got was from one of the bartenders he just goes all right you can jump there you can jump there but don't jump there because you're going to hit your head and die i've seen it that's yeah, the right. only safety i got oh jeez. <laughs> Who would have thought the place where you just get drunk floating down on a tyre tube, like the place that just recycles people on tyre oh, tubes, yeah. wouldn't have a lot of <laughs> health and safety rules going around? <laughs> oh, they had, yeah, none, none. And it became really apparent when my friend and I, we, got, uh, we went to the rope swing, right? Okay. And looking at this big tower, it almost looked like, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings how they're coming up to the big wall and a big tower and they're sort of jamming everyone up to kind of come over the wall. Yeah. It looked like one of those things if a child made it. <laughs> right. And so we're standing in line to go up this thing and there's these two guys in front of us who don't speak any English, but they're very excited. I can hear them jabbering away. They're so excited to go on to this thing. We get to the top. Uh, there's five or six of us standing up there. And one of these guys swings into the rope, finds, thankfully, the deepest part he can. He's fine, he comes back up. Can't swim. What? Really obviously cannot swim. As in he drank too much, he can't swim? Or he's just he has, he's known he couldn't swim no. this whole time? He, the guy has no ability to swim. He knew. He went tubing and he didn't know how to swim. And there are no lifeguards. So everyone's looking around. My friend jumps in, grabs him, and he's clamoring all over him. And he's sort of pushing his head down to get himself up and... You know, it's just like, why would you do that? And I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've seen all day. Holy shit. Until his friend does the same thing. And he can't swim either. What the... Like, did you talk to these guys? They didn't speak any English. Holy shit. So, I mean, that's the sort of danger that you're in, in this place. The sort of fucked up, no safety sort of scenario. So you're tubing down this river. Where Where do we go? What happens? So we finally get to the end. Uh, of the actual river and the after party is continuing okay where does this river end does it just end in an opening and everyone gets off their tubes or oh you can kind of see as you as you sort of come down there's just everybody kind of there the tuk-tuks are there Mm. there's a fire pit more people are sort of kicking on 
you can smell the weed sort of coming from everything very nice uh everyone's just kind of congregated around the fire pits the sun's coming down at this point <laughs> everyone's sunburned everyone's stumbling around a full day of drinking from about 10 o'clock is starting to catch up with everyone. yeah yeah <laughs> and also right. a couple of almost drownings yeah it does tend to take yeah. its toll <laughs> yeah the whole thing is absolutely ridiculous but I hear from this um, this end of the party uh, someone says hey man you want to keep you want to keep the party going you know that some of the bars back in town they've got a secret menu alright that's always a good start uh, yeah <laughs> like what a a secret like what are they hiding it somewhere yeah. <laughs> you got it you need like a password you go just go find it man secret menu you'll find out about it alright so we we uh, get back on the uh on the trucks the tuk-tuks back into town with a big rubber donuts and we try and find the the shittiest dingiest most suspect bar that we can and look in Vang Viang that could have been anywhere right but it's almost exactly like the bars on the river they're rickety made of wood planks yeah right everything's a small little shanty bar yeah everything's a small little shanty yeah, bar yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we stayed in like a place that was made like that yeah you're like oh secret menu I'm pretty sure these places don't even have an- a menu so <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly they just be like we'll give you the dish we'll give you the one <laughs> dish we'll give you the one drink we've got yeah, yeah so a few of my friends decide oh no, no we're not we, uh, we're gonna turn in so my mate and I we, we go to go find the bar right turns out the secret menu wasn't particularly secret at all it was written on these buckets that were holding the candles on the table right absolutely no secret about it and we have a look we got opium cigarette opium tea joint bag of weed mushroom shake oh mushrooms huh yeah mushroom shake when in Laos right of course of course it's it's night time now is that right yeah so the sun's just kind of going down and we're, we're back now so. I imagine Laos very much like um, like when you're at Gilly Tea in Bali where it's like oh yeah it's all drinks and stuff don't talk about mushrooms but then when the sun goes down all of a sudden everyone's trying to sell you mushrooms <laughs> yeah. it's like it's a secret until yeah. the sun goes down and now we're like yeah we're all we're all about it <laughs> yeah uh, man it's the weirdest thing during the day all these places there are these restaurants like they, they're restaurants by day and bars by night <laughs> so nighttime, obviously the secret menu comes out and my friend and I were going there oh my god mushrooms huh oh yeah why not went in Laos so we're, we're standing at the bar at this point holding our bucket being like oh okay which one should we uh what do you want to do? And so this old English guy who's standing next to us is like, so is this your first time then, is it? Yeah, this is our first time we're doing shrooms. I'll tell you what, this one's on me. These guys are going to share a mushroom shake. Make it extra shroomy. All right, <laughs> mate. I've said this on this podcast before. In every country around the world, there is a fucking pommy guy running some kind of scam. <laughs> And it seems like he has appeared yet again in this fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he he kind of ends up handing us our shake. He's like, there you go, boys, enjoy yourself. And it's, you know, it's like pineapple juice, ice, and then mushrooms. So you could, like, yeah. you've got to chew them all up. Oh, yeah. I remember the taste. It's not a fun, ex- yeah, it's not a fun experience, <laughs> but they're shrooms, so who cares? Yeah. And he kind of disappears for a little bit. We're lying down in our cushions on the floor having a real good time having a giggle feels like we're underwater we're talking yeah. about shark week 
feeling like there are sharks swimming around. There's blue and green lights. We're having this real sort of mellow, fun time, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's just the two of us. And the English guy pops back out. Right? It's December. The guy is fully dressed as Santa, beard and everything. And he's got a box of tissues. And he's pulling them out and throwing them all. I'm evil Santa. I'm evil Santa. What the fuck <laughs> is this guy's play? He just, like, what? I don't know. I can't explain it. So he's if I, he has hit you up to have the strong mushy shakes also he can just wig you out with his scary Santa routine? Yeah, and tissues. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed them, to be honest. I, I found them very fluffy. Well, everything's feeling nice for you at the moment, so honestly. Yeah, <laughs> and we found this hilarious. We weren't yeah. freaked out at all. We thought it was the best thing that happened in our, under, <laughs> in our underwater shark week. It was fantastic. <laughs> He tries this for a bit. It's like a full five minutes of him doing it too. Right. It, it wasn't like 30 seconds. It was five minutes of him trying trying to get us to wig out. Yeah, like he's putting in the work. You really oh. disappointed evil Santa. Yeah, and he was he was like yelling for Mrs. Claus out of, out of like the side. He was yelling out, on dance, on prance, on blitz. <laughs> he, was, he was really putting on a show. Man, I appreciate his dedication to the bit. <laughs> well, I think he had some acting training. He must have. <laughs> so he... He uh he eventually gets it's not quite landing it's not really wigging us out he kind of gets a little sad and walks off stage left so we start to just kind of explore the bar looking probably as cooked as we are at that point you know just looking at things everything's moving around the colors are super bright he eventually comes this next to me again real sad looking he's just got a, sadly smoking his cigarette he's got his probably warm beard based on his accent Oh no, now he's gone from evil Santa to sad Santa. No, I know, that. it looked like he was it sounded like we ruined his night. Is he still dressed as Santa? Uh the beard is down here and the hat's gone, but the rest yeah. of him is entirely Santa, yeah. Oh man, he's he's definitely hit rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looks like in The Simpsons when Barney is Santa. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So he's entirely besotten by the entire thing. He's not happy with how it's gone. He's sad. He sits next to me and he's like, hey, so, what brings you to Lau? Do you mind if I steal a little bit of that, that cigarette of yours? Yeah, mate, you can have a little bit. Well, I'm from London, and uh, I got in this bar fight, smashed a glass, and I jammed it in his face. I heard he died, oh, and I got on a plane and came to Lau. I'd never been back since. And I'd just taken a drag. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. That was his entire story. That was like, I'm so, sorry, evil Santa. He was actually evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably probably should have led with that when you were doing the evil Santa routine, mate, instead of waiting for it at the end. I would have been way more <laughs> afraid. <laughs> that is way scarier than just throwing tissues at me, bro. So what, he said to you that he'd, he jammed a glass, and all his description was, got into a bar fight, jammed a fucking glass yeah he got into a neck. fight with some guy and smashed smashed a, a bottle or a glass and just jammed it into some dude's face and he Jesus said this Christ. in the most like just matter of fact deadpan like you can see it in his eyes he's like oh, I kind of wish I hadn't done that because this is his life now fuck that fucking hell <laughs> hanging around so dressed st- as Santa trying to wig out people in Lown that's his whole life well I mean maybe this fucking Santa routine was how he got into the bar fight in the first place like this guy does not make great decisions <laughs> well look maybe he's he's practicing his disguise to get back into London you know wait till Christmas time yeah, yeah. no one will notice you <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm wondering how long he's been there I mean 
He's bought the Santa suit. He's got. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's been there. He had it with him. <laughs> hey, he's a regular at his mushroom shake joint because they seem to know him so yeah. well. So he's been. He's definitely been there. All he's while. done this before. <laughs> so what happened? You have the drag. He tells you that he's basically killed a guy, and what? Like what? Yeah. So the whole bar just starts to darken for me. The the reality of what he's. Just oh yeah, said you're has, still on shrooms. Has, yeah, but it, it kind of set in. I'm like, oh my fuck. This guy has killed a guy. And at that yeah. point, I realize, wait a minute, this isn't a cigarette. I don't know, what is this? Mate, you're smoking opium. Oh, fuck, bro, the secret menu. God, the no. Secret no, menu. no, no, no. <laughs> That's how he knew about it. He knew about the secret menu. Fucking hell. So, what was it like? What did it feel like when you realized that you were smoking opium? For someone who hasn't had it before... Oh man, it made everything sort of uh, slow down and darken. It didn't uh, make me any more yeah. uh, in touch with reality. That's for sure. It sort of yeah. well, no, obviously, it, didn't yeah. back up. <laughs> it was sort of. I could feel the pull of like a dark trip coming. Oh, fucking hell! So I could, I could sort of. Uh, it's a feeling. I don't know if you've ever had a had a bad trip on mushrooms or LSD or anything like that, but it's. I mean, I've had my fair share of enjoyment once. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's kind of, it's this feeling. You suddenly get this, like, uh, on a warmness at the back of your neck. And every, like, it, it's almost like mood. Kind of like a door's closing behind you. Yeah, yeah. It'll like yeah, a, yeah. the mood lighting has changed. Like someone swapped in the red yeah. filter from the spotlight into this sort of like dramatic. Yeah, there, there was something a bit... Uh, yeah bit off about everything immediately and you kind of look around and you have a look at all the people that are there the party's long gone you suddenly realize yeah it's just a bunch Ooh, yeah. of yeah you finally just you've, you've appeared back in your body again and realize oh shit i'm in lao i've just been floating down a tr- tube through a bunch of bars for the last fucking what eight hours and now i'm sitting at a bar with uh the shittest fucking santa performer ever yeah uh having shrooms and now i've had opium for the first time so this is cool oh and by the way santa murdered someone yeah and he's <laughs> and he's holding that beer bottle and i keep looking at his hand Fuck. around the beer bottle thinking all right don't piss off evil santa <laughs> yeah <fuck laughs> don't piss out. off evil santa and have a look at my friend he's like we we must leave now we have to leave <laughs> That went from such a happy moment of like, oh, how good's Christmas and pretend snow of tissues to just fuck me dead. I know. You know what, though? I wonder if that's part of his trying to wig you out routine. Oh, look, <laughs> like, I would... Like, that's I his move. Love... He goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, you want to have the strong stuff. Oh, don't worry. To the guy behind the bar, he's like, yeah, don't worry, Charlie. I'm just going to do the classic Santa also murdered someone at the bar fight routine. Really wig these travellers out. Don't you worry. Watch this. Yeah, if, if that doesn't work, <laughs> I'll take him back to my basement with all the chains and the hacksaws. Yeah. <laughs> Far out, man. That was a, That's a big change to the trip. Also, like, now you've left and you're on shrooms and opium yeah well i was very lucky right so walk out of the bar apparently my friends who all went to bed they didn't go to bed at all they went and found another secret menu at another bar they're all also on shrooms they're like bro we met this pommy guy he dressed up as fucking the easter bunny he was throwing us he was throwing real eggs at us and then we chatted to him afterwards turns out he slit a guy's throat while he was on a bus in london now he lives in wow <laughs> turns out santa stabbed him in the face with a bottle and he's looking for yeah. it <laughs> <laughs>